tuning in to the online broadcast network, AfterBuzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries, and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Very good game, TV, the destination for TV superfans, producing aftershows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows, interviewing celebrities and showrunners, and bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! Yes! Yes. Yes. <laughs> we are here at the AfterBuzz Studios. My name is Monty Bolanos. You're about to see the recap for episode four of Murder in the First called My Sugar Walls. Hey. Hence the song. Hence who's over here. I got Sugar. two awesome, very good looking gentlemen across from well, me. Thank you. <laughs> There's my co-host, Michael. Say hi. Hey, what's up? I'm Michael Drew. You can find me on Twitter at Michael underscore Drew. That's Michael E-A-L. And then Michael, who's in between us? I mean, no big deal, right? Sugar. The man himself. The man himself. Mr. Sugar. Um, don't mess with him. He will put you through the walls. He'll put you in walls. Literally. That's what he does. That's what he does. Doesn't matter if you're a nephew. Sugar. Yes. Mel McCray. Yes. Here. <laughs> I'm trying to get us all tagged. Little know we're doing this on the Instagram. <laughs> Go ahead. It's Mel McCray. What's your Instagram name? Let's start off right there. This is a first ever <laughs> After Buzz live Instagram post. What, what's your name on Instagram? I asked. Remember, you have a blocked Instagram. I know. I just I gotta, requested. I gotta you. know what's happening. Yeah. You know, he has I, ten I need to know. from the feds. <laughs> I you can't know, just be you know. out in the open like that. Well, I just don't get how you have ten thousand plus followers and you gotta reprove one by one. One by one. One by one. No. I like to have an intimate experience with all my fans and everybody. <laughs> I like to know, like, hi, welcome to my world. He analyzes the pictures and he's like, you know what? You get a follow. Yeah. I like that. Some people's profile picture, I just send a message like you might want to change that, then re-request, and we can figure it out. <laughs> Hashtag cool. truth. That's what we do. But tell me, what is your what's your name on Instagram? On Instagram, it's Monsi M O N S E O N S E B O L B O L A N A. It's a lot of letters. O S. Oh, oh my god! I'm Hispanic. We have long names. You could have just been with Monsi B. You had to just. What's your name? What's your name on there, Michael M I C H E A L. You got the full government name. You know he doesn't have warrants or anything. Underscore. Underscore Drew hiding. Underscore Drew. D-R-E-W. Yeah, guys, this is real friendship happening. Yeah. Before, right before your eyes. Murder in the first. Mm -hmm. After Buzz TV. Hashtag now. A lot of letters, Bolanos. (laughs) (laughs) It's live. It's live. It's live. Bam. We're going. It's into the Instagram stratosphere now. Makes it official. Makes it official for us to analyze this episode. Yes, sir. What did well, you yes, think? What did, I want to know what you thought. Yo, I think it's amazing when you just put the phone down and people start liking it already, like before it even like. Right? Well, that doesn't happen to me. I mean, it's, I don't got your. Uh, whatever, man. I'm let's go. Yeah, right? no, so let's man. talk about the show. We gotta uh, wait like a whole minute. I know. Excuse us. I check it every twenty minutes. Like, oh, oh all right, no one like my. No one like right? twenty minutes. Let's go back no, to watching TV. No, we don't get that. Yeah. That. Uh, I want to know what you thought. You this, loved it, like thirty seconds in. I, I've been saying since the first episode that this is literally probably crawling up my favorite shows list and this episode it didn't disappoint me like the whole time we're watching it you can literally hear me going oh damn oh toss salad 
What are we doing? Oh, <laughs> and just like that, all those mannerisms. That's exactly like, how it was. And like what they say with the uh, the title of the show is uh, Sugar Walls. Sugar was it? My, my Sugar Walls. My Sugar Walls. They show like a multi uh, a multitude of shades to his character. Like all these walls to his character are, and I, also like a metaphor for throwing his cousin in there. That it just. There's, there's just so much. I like that yeah. you picked up on that. That's it's like, yeah. it's, like, it's what I do, man. Pretty astute observation <laughs> there. Game, baby. Uh, that's nice. That's yeah, nice. but it's just uh, like I really, I dug the show so much. And and Raffi. I know. Let, Raffi. Can, we, can we put the crush on hold? Man, let's, no shriek let's, talk about, let's talk What's about up? the man the crush Monday for today, shriek. right here. Mo, you. I want to ask before we really talk about this episode that's named after you. Obviously, <laughs> no big deal. You've done a lot of roles. Mm-hmm. Like this is not your first rodeo. What was different about this one compared to others? I mean, you your list is endless. You've worked with some of the top-notch actors that we all know. What was different for this one? Uh, I mean, first of all, I just want to say thank you for saying that about my career. <laughs> uh, I've been extremely blessed. I feel fortunate to uh, you know, live the dream for as long as I have. Mm-hmm. And I always feel like at any point somebody might snatch the pillow from under my head on this dream. So I'm just thankful. And every role has been special and important in its own way. The thing that was different about this role in particular, I think it wanted to cover what felt like familiar terrain, mm-hmm. but in a whole different way. Like Sugar, on paper, he sees like this guy that's the boss of these projects. But as the show continues on, you'll find this guy is extremely intelligent. Mm-hmm. He's caring. He mm-hmm. has a heart of he's gold. Layers. Yeah, there's a lot of layers and walls and mm-hmm. levels. And <laughs> he's extremely dynamic in all the other cast members that were in place or people I respect talent wise like Emmanuel the shriekster who, <laughs> she's who's, in, like, who's a beautiful beautiful individual but she's also extremely talented and dedicated to the craft as with Kathleen Robertson mm-hmm. and then oh man Curry Graham and AJ Buckley There's so many people that just I knew I was very familiar with their work beforehand mm-hmm. even like last season when you had those veterans like Richard Schiff and mm-hmm. James Cromwell mm-hmm. and Stephen Bochco who many consider to be the godfather of television this is Doogie Howser. This is NYPD Blue. Right. So to get the opportunity to come to the playground with people of this magnitude, it was just like a no-brainer. It was like, will you have me, please? Thank you. Yeah. Let's go. You know what's great is every person that we've had on the show for Murder in the First has such wonderful things to say about the whole cast. You guys really are individually very talented. Even one of the things I love about the show is that it's very real and it's not overdone. Yeah. Like Kathleen Robertson, Like I, every time I see her in a scene... She doesn't even say anything, but I'm like, oh, I feel you. And I felt the last couple episodes watching you. So simple, yet amazing. Mm-hmm. Amazing, which is what I like about this show. I was, so, I was, you know, was going to say that like the cast of this whole show is just mm-hmm. A to Z. You right? can literally watch every single scene over and over again. Mm-hmm. Like just the scene last week with you and Tay Diggs, I always say that so far it's my favorite scene because it's so simple. Like I could watch that scene over and over again because mm-hmm. it's just it's like uh, people playing chess. They're both analyzing one another like everything they say but there's so there's such a meaning behind what they're saying and they're just checking they're just checking the next person to see what's going on it's just so there yeah the subtext that's and that goes i wish i could take credit for that but that's really uh um, you attribute those type of things to the writing with botchko eric lodo and this episode with jonathan abramson he just abrams he 
you're talking about one thing, like you said, but the scene is always about something yeah. else. There's all these yeah. secrets and these other nuances and levels at play. That's good. That's where you can right say now. to someone, like, hi, how's it going? But really, hi, how's it going means I'm going to kill you when I get an yeah. opportunity. <laughs> no, yeah. And that's great writing when right. it can have all these other meanings and these other things are at play. Yeah. Just to piggyback on what you just said before about how, like, you don't know if, you know, like, you're very fortunate for this and... You don't want this dream to end. I just want to say, man, you no one's gonna take that dream for you because you work for that dude. Like I just want to say that. Like, like you. I mean, it's cool like to think of like it's a dream, but no, but you worked for that. You earned that. You know what Thank I mean? You. Like you earned what you got. Like I mean, I'm, you're very fortunate, but you earned. You Thank earned your you. spot. It's a blessing. It's like a you, blessing. You earned your spot. No, there's I mean, a bromance happening, and I feel like no, I should leave. I mean, we have to look how close we're sitting. You gotta either love somebody or hate them when you sit this close. No, I just you know, like I'm always, I'm, I'm a big believer of like you know, you, you believe in opportunity and, for, and mm-hmm. being fortunate, but at the end of the day, you earned your spot. Like you know, you didn't like. You you got what you got. You yeah. got to put the work in. Yeah, you definitely work, in. work you first. I mean? You yeah. put the work. faith and work, faith and hard work. And you stood out. You stood out in all those scenes. So it's not like you know. It's not like you're just giving a lucky shot. Like you were in there, you put in that work. Thank you. you. Did they all did? Thank yeah, you. yeah. there is a lot in this episode. You can you can argue it's one of the best casts on TV. I agree, and you can, you can make that argument. Yeah, and there's a lot of things that happen in this episode. Let's talk about one thing just to get that one subject out of the way. The missing detective, Sarah Tran. Mm-hmm. So we uh, once again open up with her story, but this time we were able to kind of close it up a little bit. Uh, we find out that she has called her husband. Well, we find out that she maybe wanted to leave because we do have Junior Mulligan, Mulligan's... Uh, <laughs> AJ Mul- Buckley, yes. who is killing that role. Who is killing that role. He yeah. and Detective Mulk go do a little Raphael. bit of... Raphael. Raphael who we had him last year on here. Uh, they go do a little bit of investigate, investigating regarding Sarah Tran, and we find out that maybe she wanted to leave mm-hmm. on her own. And at the end, we know that she is alive, or at least they think so, because she called her husband and left a voicemail. Think she's alive? I I don't know that whole situation. I don't know what's happening. First with Hildy's brother, I, I still can't pinpoint the guy. Yeah, I'm still trying to understand what's up with this with this uh, character. And, <laughs> Can and, I say something about that? Huh? Go ahead. <laughs> There's something else that's very interesting. I think about the way they crafted the characters is that everyone has an element to them where there's like a little moral ambiguity to yeah, them. Like yes. you don't know exactly where their moral compass lies. Mm-hmm. And I think that's interesting. That makes for, for great television because you don't know which side of the scale they're going to fall onto when the chips are down. Yeah. And he does a wonderful job. You, He's like a seedy. We can't curse on here, right? No, we can't. You do you, boo. I can I mean, say motherfucker. No, just, <laughs> no, 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 just, just motherfucker. Motherfucker. He's a seedy motherfucker, uh-huh. but he's also a cop. They might be really good at his job. So yeah. if you guys watch, it'll be interesting to see what he reveals himself to be. I think they do a good job of introing the character a certain way so you think there's something. And then they completely yeah. change on you. Exactly. Yes. Like with Sugar, you see him like, oh, he's, he's this. But then when you see the things he does later on, he kind of does it. Yeah, when he's gardening, way. you're like, he's a good guy. Yeah. He's gardening. Yeah, you right? didn't expect to see me out there with the heirloom tomatoes. <laughs> yeah, we did. when I saw the tomatoes, I was just like, wait a second. Talk about juxtaposition. You have the garden, and mm-hmm. then you have the kid stuffed in the wall per my request. Yeah. You know what? <laughs> Let's let's t- talk about that. You told them to put that in the script. Uh, like, Yo, that, put that in the script. Yeah, I need I need them to know that I have a green thumb, <laughs> and that I'm also good with my hands. See, I'm <laughs> setting up to find a wife on the show. Like you see me with the power tool. I'm in the garden. That's true. Come on, that's true. That's, that's true. It. I mean, 
That's why you're doing drugs. You can be a handyman. Exactly. He that was handiwork. I know you could have like you know you could have taken an easier path in life. <laughs> you know what I mean? Maybe. As opposed to like you could just run your own like a construction company. All encompassing too. I could do indoors and outdoors. But in this episode, he's not doing that. He's putting nephews in the wall. So we go back to the original murder that yes. we know. Uh, Victor Chan, I believe, is the original murder of the yes. guy that you guys are investigating. And you find out it's your nephew. And you uh, gave him a special treatment because he's your nephew. So you were nice about it. You put your nephew in the wall for how many days? Can Do you know? Because we didn't, I mean, they didn't really tell you so many days. I thought it was one. Was yeah, it I felt like it was a day. You yeah. think it was like about a day, a day, 24 like hours? Okay. It's okay. enough time to let it marinate and simmer and <laughs> yeah. let the truth bubble let inside you. Let the truth bubble. Because we know now it's, it was not Jaleel. Jaleel for sure it wasn't it. Yeah. We find out that it was somebody else and you got to kind of teach them the rules. That's it. That you can just, you know, put it's someone down. Love. It's tough love. It's tough I actually thought that was showing Sugar being a good a good guy because if it if it wasn't his nephew like he said he'd be dead he'd have to kill him it's true and i did that because i cared like the thing that's so crazy about this character is those villainous mm-hmm. moments and that behavior in retrospect you may look at it and find him to be more of a hero than a villain he was a benevolent king, but as a king, you have to sometimes cause heads to roll. You have to go to war. Sometimes you call everybody in a village and tell them to go to sleep. That's yeah. That's what I said in the. I just tweeted that literally right before we started this that he was a king and that he's making king decisions. Mm-hmm. You know, or at least boss decisions. Yeah. And that's how it is. Like that's how a real boss does. And a boss handles it so calmly. Like the things you were saying were just like if somebody said that to me, but you were just like saying it was like like butter, not a big deal. Yeah, not a big deal. Oh yeah, well this is what has to happen. You know, very matter of fact. Yeah, it was like oh man, yeah. I would not want you to and be. That's my, the scariest thing, right? That's the scariest thing. Like you don't know when it's gonna turn. Like he's just in front of you. Like listen, I'm gonna decapitate you now. <laughs> but said, right? said it so calmly, like almost just like, like it's not a big deal. And that, that's what's so scary because everyone believes him. Mm-hmm. Everyone believes him, and that's that's like that's the worst type of scary. Not over the top, not freaking out. Like, Ugh! yeah, they want to keep everything like really grounded and honest. And me as an actor, my natural sensibilities are to try to make it be as real and as honest as possible. Mm-hmm. And luckily, what is luckily now, what was not as lucky at the time, I grew up in an environment mm-hmm. where I got to see these kind of guys that informed my take on this character. Mm-hmm. And it was always the quiet guy in the room that had all the power, all the control that would go off and do something that everyone would be. Scared scared right. yeah. and petrified in a calm mm-hmm. and it's the person that's like the nephew who was yeah because he was looking at me crazy right. nah, nah, nah. Right. he's like no bring it all no. down yeah that's true it's not how a leader would handle it but the fact that we know that Jaleel is not it has made Hildy a little interested in you and in the area. And she actually goes to see Jaleel's mom. I thought that was a great scene. It was. Because she is getting a surround sound system. She's like, you guys can't be here. Yeah. And then they come in and they're like, oh, we got your surround sound. And it's like, huh. Everything Mulligan is thinking is kind of in front of her, but she can't do anything about it. That it's must tough. be hard, right? Yeah, her hands are tied. Exactly. So, so did she take the bribe to let her son go to jail for murder? I don't think it was a bribe. I think it was... Your son is going away for a murder because he's taking one for the team. Thank you. And we'll take care of you. Exactly. We'll take care of you. Yeah. And maybe they'll take care of the son in prison. Maybe. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. He's a good He's a good dude. I mean, everyone gets taken care of. You play by the rules, everything is fine. I mean, he did take care. I mean, see, but that's what I'm saying. Like, it's a benevolent. Benevolent. Benevolent king. Yeah, there you mm-hmm. go. See. 
Sorry. Unfortunately, <laughs> Hildy being That's a so tough word. <laughs> Hildy being so interested in you has caused a problem between her and uh, your lady friend that you love so Raff. much. The Raffster. Raff. There you go. Raffy Raff. They have a little bit of a altercation. She has to go kind of set the rules to Hildy. Like, do not step in my area. Yeah, I didn't I didn't see that coming. She went right to it. I would have. I'd be like, boo-boo, uh-uh, this is not your territory. Raffy's tough. Yeah. I see she why goes like straight her. to it. Like, you got to love a character that's uh, not reactionary. She's aggressive. She's a catalyst of the action. She goes straight to it. Mm-hmm. No proper channel. She just circumvents everything and mm-hmm. goes to it. Like, she goes straight to Hildy, came straight to me. And I thought the writing there was so uh, risky for her to come into the projects by herself. Yeah. When you saw Hildy came with um, Navarro, mm-hmm. and they were, it was tough for them. And she came in by herself and got her sit down with me. Yeah, and no issues. For a second, when that was happening, when you were sitting with Rafi, I was like, Rafi's bad. She's yeah, bad. I was. I they're thought friends. something was up. They're friends. She knows everything about this. Oh, that's She's, interesting that I, she was in on it because she had the access. Yeah, it was too the easy. easy access. Yeah. And then just the way you you guys interacted, I was like, it seemed as though you knew each other and had a big relationship. And then when she mentioned you have nine million dollars stashed, it wasn't until you responded, "How do you you know know yeah. or whatever?" But I was expecting you to say, "Yeah, you're right," and that you just were friends and knew all about this. So I'm glad that you're not friends. Yeah, <laughs> really. Yeah. Somebody being that. a hater over there? <laughs> oh, wow. It's not that. It's just like, you know, I don't trust everyone else. I just want to trust her. I you want to trust her. That's I mean, why don't you her. trust Sugar? What, sugar's a person uh, to trust. Sugar puts people in walls. Okay. That's, you know, I, I think that's self, that ex- self-explanatory. Right. Yeah. Okay. But he has to. He has to. I'm, I'm fine for Sugar. He has to. There you go. Because sometimes I wish I could put someone in a wall. That's like, true. I don't put you in a wall, but, you know. Could you imagine how much stress that would relieve if you were having a bad day? You'd be like, put him in a wall. Yeah, that'd be crazy. <laughs> Traffic uh, had you all hemmed up. Your boss yelled at you. Put Come on, put somebody in a wall. <laughs> I would not want to be put in the wall. The Whoever played your nephew did a great job because when you guys did put him in the wall, that kicking and moving, that must be so hard to do. Like all of really? that crew, your entire crew, that entire scene was executed very well. Yeah, scene. really commend that young actor. Uh, Quasi is his name. I forget his last name. He's young. He's very respectful. I don't know what it is about this show, and I've been doing it for a very long time, and uh, not to age myself at all, but I've been doing this for a while, and I can honestly say this is one of the first times where almost every person on the show, acting-wise, comes in and they're just like A-game, stellar. Almost everyone that's come in so far, not excluding him, is mm-hmm. young. He just was hungry. He's committed. And with the tape and the physicality, you have actors that are very much so like, I want my stunt double in mm-hmm. for this. Mm-hmm. How's that tape? Is it prepped? He used real tape. It's real tape I'm pulling off his lip because the, the one that they prepped wouldn't function properly. Mm-hmm. And they were trying to figure it out. And he's like, no, let's just do the real thing. That's what I'm talking and about. That's how I operate. Yeah, that's what I'm, talking I'm the about. kind of person that I would have used the real tape as well. So when they're like, no, you sure? I'm like, yeah, I'm going to use the real tape. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So going to help. That mm-hmm. scene, since we're, still, well, since we're uh, talking about that, when you grab him by the throat. Yes. That was good. That was so intense. I'm sure that the editing helped with the sound. But how... I grabbed that boy by the throat. You did? You <laughs> fully... it, looked, it looked like it. It looked like yeah. it. I grabbed him by the neck. Did, did, you, did you scare him? Was he expecting it? He was not. And what I did was it was written to happen at one point. Mm-hmm. And I didn't do it at the point it was supposed to happen. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. 
just uh-huh. so it could just organically so could be, yeah, yeah. have a genuine response. And I wanted to do it when I felt motivated, not because what the script said to do it. Totally. So I just went for it when I felt it. Yeah, it was great. It was totally powerful. I jolted yeah. a little bit. I was like, oh. Especially because Uh-oh. you're so calm. You're so calm and collected. And then you're just like, I'm going to. It made me a little nervous, a little hot and heavy. Okay, no, anyway, <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm going to keep. Uh, so, yeah. Great. Loved it. Loved all of that. One thing we didn't talk about before you talked to Rafi is that she goes to her place of worship and uh, Mr. Terry English seems to... Creeper alert. Witch. She got Witch. him. She threw it on yeah. him. <laughs> He's a witch. She threw it on him. That's is what happens that, when things get thrown on you. Is that you. like throwing she, shade? What is that? What are you doing? Yeah, she, she threw a... What did she throw? That, that, the loving. The loving. She That's threw been happening more and, than once. Yeah, it turns out yeah. They've been uh, booty calling it. Yeah. I mean, he went to go check on his lady because his other lady and his lady had an altercation. Remember, he mm-hmm. turned, like closes the blinds as he sees it happening. Look at him causing all that friction. Right? Mm-hmm. Oh, God. I, I mean, I'd let him cause. Okay. Uh, yes. so, <laughs> uh, so he's at his place of worship. She's at his place, our place of worship. Uh, he goes there, finds her, and then we find out that there's a reason why she's there. And she was reading like a, like a prayer or yeah. something. And he asks about it. And we find out that she lost somebody. Very important to her. That's why she's so closed off to mm-hmm. love, my girl Rafi. I'm sorry, baby. She's so closed off. You're there for her. I, I would she be there open for up her. to you. She should open up to me. There you go. You know, oh, it's like there's, there's like a wall. There's a wall in front of her. The walls. There's a wall in front of her. Why don't you and climb that wall? Walls everywhere. It needs to be broken down. And that's what Tay's trying to do. English. That's what English is trying to do. That's true. She put it on. And there's no way to get. There's no way better to get to a woman's heart than stalk her mm-hmm. to the church. That's the, to the temple. That's what you do. You, that's you, that's my you. advice. Yeah, if you want a woman, stalk her. See how stalk see what that does see? for you. Just follow her. Pop up places. I'm gonna say don't do that unless you are Terry English Sugar. Don't do that because the <laughs> girls will not will not like. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> don't do it. Showing up to church like, what's up, girl? Hey, I heard, the hell? I heard on AfterBuzz, uh, <laughs> Mama Cray said that I should stalk <laughs> you and that you would like me, and then you're gonna get a mean tweet. You know what's funny, and this uh, I digress. Allow me to, please. There was a time when that was considered great courtship, like couples that have been married for thirty, forty years. Yeah. The foundation of their story, the inception of their relationship, mm-hmm. is always like, yeah, he stood on the corner outside of the house yeah. and walked me to school every day, and he stood there when I got out. Now you do something like that, you get a restraining order. Yeah. Now it's considered oh, you're thirsty. Thirsty. Your hashtag thirsty. thirsty. I mean, if hold on, time out. Because what you're saying is a little, uh, a little vague. You're right. If I don't know you and you're standing outside my place three times, three days in a row, I'm gonna be a little nervous. But see, it didn't matter in the '60s. But I if don't I know, know <laughs> you, if we're friends, and then you do that, I'm in the like, '60s oh. it was different. In the though. '60s, you could be a real man. Y'all yeah. tripping. In the up. '30s, you Y'all just walk about. Yo, I'm gonna show up to your crib tonight. It's done. I love you. Go straight to her dad. Just go straight to her dad and I trade will. a horse. <laughs> I'm gonna give you two horses for your daughter, sir. <laughs> He's like, bye, Moonzy. <laughs> Perfect. I'm so glad. I'm so glad that the 30s like, is I'm not the period you. where because you guys are way you. off. That's not how it should be. No, 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 no. Uh, back to the episode. The main story: the shooters. Okay. Dustin. Yes. Maker, still alive. Mateus Ward, incredible young actor. Yes. Mm-hmm. He's a movie star, mark my words. He's yeah. a movie star. He's very creepy. Is he creepy in person? Of course. That kid, like, gives me the chills. <laughs> no, just, no, 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 no. He is so humble. I should have brought the gift he gave me. Um, I think he drew it himself, and it's an amazing graphic novel-esque 
version of my character from what? a really intense moment oh. on the show. And he is a class act. And I work heavily with a charity mm-hmm. called uh, Kids in the Spotlight, mm-hmm. where I teach filmmaking to kids in foster care. So they write their own short films. And we That's awesome. bring all these people in from the industry to participate. And he was the lead actor in one of the short films that was oh. written by the kids. And all the little girls had a crush on him. And he took the pictures with them and tweeted. Aww. And he's just a great, great kid. He has wonderful parents. So I love him. He's super talented. That's yeah, ill, man. He is. That's ill. That's good. And we get a little more about him. I mean, the episode starts with him being taken out of the hospital and by two cops and being taken to the courthouse. But no, Jamie Nelson is like, uh uh-uh. uh. She is the new lawyer. She is phenomenal. Yeah. They show, they show why they, they show why they hired her this episode. Very she well really, casted. This show's very well casted. She, I kid you not, was one of the reasons I looked forward to the table reads. Mm. Like she would bring that level of focus and intensity and passion to the table reads. Like that woman and I was not familiar with her work beforehand, so mm-hmm. that was not someone that I was already I didn't know I was supposed to be excited about her. Mm-hmm. But she showed up, she was nice. I'm like, oh, okay. I was sitting there and then like first time at the Terry I'm like put my eye on her then the next week it was just like wow she is incredible and her and Adam together because they're so Mm -hmm. different that's something they do that works really well is the juxtaposition between personality types Mm -hmm. when you put someone like the guy that's working with her Adam Covers mm-hmm. and her like they're so different and like with uh, Moke and um, and uh, uh, Hildy's brother mm-hmm. yeah like the, he's nervous mm-hmm. and he wants to talk to the stripper about what her hobbies are and if she knows how to cook <laughs> do you play sports yeah then Junior's in there like you know make it rain yeah, Moke <laughs> <laughs> very different I yeah I agree with that and I love how Jamie and Adam they're both lawyers they're so different though and I thought it was quite interesting that when she got them to not take Dustin away and Dustin's like I know you you worked on the old case I believe mm-hmm. with Ricky or that was yeah, yeah. some other young sociopath some, mm-hmm. and he knew about it he knew about yeah. it in depth yeah and he was like so you're my lawyer now like it's like it was like like a sense of pride yeah, yeah. I think it added to the notoriety uh, you know, it's really troubling what that character represents mm-hmm. And unfortunately, it is reflective of the times that we're in. We have the guy that shot up the theater and mm-hmm. the Columbines and all these things. And I'm, like the South Carolina situation where you have someone that is filled with hatred. And, Newtown? Yeah, yes. And they, and they expel that upon other people because they received it at some point. Mm. Well, and that's what Jamie says. Jamie that's her angle. is a firm believer that he was abused. As a child. And we're introduced to his parents. Which are the exact opposite of the other parents. Of like, Alfie Rentman's parents. Like, remember we were saying how mm-hmm. they, how the other parents, there's no remorse. They're very, you yeah. know, like, oh, well, well, well my, my son's crazy and I'm telling you why he's crazy. Yeah. But these guys, they're crying. Like, what happened to my boy? They had no know. idea. They were clueless. It's this. I think it's just so crazy how he's like the exact opposite right. of how Alfie was. How well, he's not as crazy. Mm-hmm. He seems more a little more logical. And his parents are completely over, over overwrought with like pain and remorse yeah. and remorse and, it, and it's showing the difference between us two it also then sends a message it makes a contribution to the conversation about there is no type like this mm-hmm. kind of thing can happen anywhere with any yep. person any mm-hmm. particular set of circumstances if these other things are introduced to their psyche and brought into their zeitgeist so when I'm looking at it I'm proud of zeitgeist, what they're attempting right. <laughs> okay homie alright I'll see you 
<laughs> yeah, I got the app going. It's actually going right now, and then I got the thing in here. I was gonna say brought to his world, you know what I mean? <laughs> Introduced to his block, but just to see what they're trying to make social commentary, and that was mm-hmm. something else that attracted me to the show is because I knew Eric Lodel, the creator. That was a big deal to him to say, what's happening with our kids? What's happening with our society? Mm -hmm. What's going on with legislature? Like in a scene with Rafi and I with the marijuana, Mm -hmm. that was an interesting point because the character said, you know, people say this is cool now. Mm -hmm. Then it's going to be like Google. Like people have been going to prison Mm -hmm. for years. And once they decide it's okay, then it's okay. What changed? The effects are the same. And I'm not like an advocate of those things at all, but there's a, there's a conversation to be had there right. about what we accept. You're right. It's exactly the same thing. And you're right. What changed now? But with uh, Dustin's parents, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. when they ask him, I want to I know what you think. Because obviously you can't tell us because you know the answers to these questions, Mel. Who do you think abused him? Do you think, was it the parents that abused him? Or did he experience abuse? It was probably D. Not <laughs> <No, I'm like, laughs> Or do you think he was abused <laughs> elsewhere, and then the parents are just hiding it? Uh, I think he probably got abused elsewhere. Elsewhere. Yeah. And the parents know about it? Or they oh. don't know? Because that reaction, when Jamie tells them, so did he have an abusive experience? Uh, she, I think she could be just be looking for an angle to make sure he gets off. You know? She's a lawyer. You think it's just an angle? You don't think she generally cares? Yeah. I mean, I think she generally... I don't know. I mean... Lawyers are tricky. Okay? Yeah, that's, that's, tricky. That's, what, that's her job. That's, I don't know. I need more. Anymore. Yeah, I think she really believes that he was abused. And you think she really cares? Mm. Do you think it's an empathetic thing? What do you, What do you think? It, what do you think her cares? Motivation I mean, is? lawyers. I don't think care. I don't think as a lawyer, it's transactional. Yeah, I think it's like, but I think she truly believes that he did this because of A, B, and C, and that it's not just uh, oh, magic mic. It's not just. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, the gun show is happening. Uh, but yeah, I just don't think, I think she genuinely thinks that this happened for a reason, and that's how she's expecting to win the case. Because she's smart. She's not going to take, I don't think she would take the case if she thought this was like, we have to plea the insanity case, and we have to figure out, pull out ideas from our rears. I think she's like, no, it happened because A, B, and C. And she's just kind of trying to figure out what were A, B, and C. And not from their rears. Not from their rears. Not from their rears. No, no. Okay. No, you don't think so? I mean, I'll roll with you on that. I mean, I still, like, there's there's so much goes on in the episode. I didn't really form a a specific opinion on that. But, I mean, I'm going to wait. I need another episode. Yeah, that's true. To to digest her. I guess, I guess. She's a lot. You're right. She's a lot. Yeah. So so far, I only see shades of her character when she's with her... Partner? Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. You can see a different side of her. I was going to say lesbian lover, but I'll go with partner, too. That's good. That's good. I I never even know what to say in scenarios like that. I just try to, I don't know. (laughs) Try to let someone else say I don't want to offend anybody. Right? I know, I I know. No, when you're talking to her girl. Yeah. You know. Like, yeah, her girl. When I'm with my girl, I call my girl my girl. So that's her girl. So, yeah. You know? Yeah. And the the last storyline that we have is, obviously, Caleb and Walt. Walt, the detective who was killed. They think it was Caleb, his Played partner. Played by my buddy, Enie Clemens. How is your buddy? Good? In life, he's yeah. fine. Oh, good. Yeah, unemployed now. <laughs> I know, right? Unemployed. <laughs> yeah. And uh, so they're they're looking into it. I mean, at one point, we have Lieutenant English, yeah. who goes to talk to Captain Ernie, I think Nubbins is his name? Yeah, yeah. Nubbins. And asks him why, he, why Caleb called him. 
And he's like, well, he probably called me because I lost my partner in 86 and he felt like it was his fault. And you find out all these things that maybe he did not commit suicide. Maybe he was killed by someone. Yeah, I think it was kind of angling in that direction anyway. Totally. Like it kind of set up the ending yeah. of the dun-dun-dun. Like, wait a second. And this at the end, easy. that's exactly what we find out because mm-hmm. the medical examiner gets Terry and Hildy and explains this whole burn thing with the gunshot under his chin. They're showing the wound and everything. I know. And they said that this probably was with the blowtorch, that the angle blow of torch. the bullet was not really suicide, and it's official. Blowtorch excited you? No, I'm not just saying that. Like, no. a person that... She's like, like blowtorch! Yeah. <laughs> you have some kind of history with No, I'm just saying that, like, oh, this person's really taking, you know, they're, they're prepped. They're there prepped, you go. You know, yeah. like, they came with the blowtorch. I'm going to shoot him, take out the blowtorch. Like, who brings a blowtorch to a crib? I mean, clearly, these sociopaths have everything planned out. And that's what we're learning from Dusty. Dustin, I'm giving him nicknames. Oh, look at you. (laughs) Oh, Dusty, apparently. Endearing names, pet (laughs) names for the killer. For the killer, Dustin. That's actually kind of scary, to be honest with you. You know. That's what you gravitate towards. (laughs) The stalking's wrong. So she liked the choking. She calls him Dusty. All right. Oh, yeah. So Dustin (laughs) and Alfie clearly had all this planned out. So whoever did this had this planned out the same way. Yeah. Yeah. So should we go into predictions? Uh, We're doing it. Alright, you go first. No, Sugar, you go first. What are your predictions? Okay, this is what I think is going to happen. Wait, what's going on? What's happening? Oh, prediction light? Mm -hmm. No, it's UFOs are coming. They're going to take us away. The budget. The budget's um, jumped since the last time. (laughs) It's jumped up. Yeah, yeah. Pyrotechnics. uh, Things have changed. Yeah. You gotta change. notify me with everything here. that's happening now, red and blue lights. I'm like, whoa, hold on. What, y'all... Like, what happened? So, Mo, what can you tell us? I know you this can't This is what really... I think is going to happen. Whoa, All right, think? I'm just going to go straight into what I think is going to happen. Think. The rest of the show is going to take a lot of twists and turns. A lot of stuff is going to happen. A lot of people are going to do it. And it's going to be like, boom. Boom. All right. Boom. Good prediction, Mo. Good one. I know. Uh, I'm going to say. Spoiler alert. <laughs> Spoiler alert. I'm going to stick with my last week prediction about how I say Hobson is going to turn on you. I'm expecting him to turn on sugar. Mm-hmm. Okay, see, what see, else? Trying to see if you guys are flinching. All right, um, so I got that. And um, I. That's all I've got right now. Great. Because everything's turned. Oh, yeah, that's all I've got right that's now. That's all you got. Okay, yeah. I got a couple. I got a couple predictions. I don't think Thompson is going to. Hopson. Thompson. Tom, sorry, Thompson. Well, he doesn't get a nickname. Huh? You know, he, call him Hoppy or anything. Hoppy. I don't think Hoppy is going to uh, turn on you. I think your nephew is going to turn on you. Okay. Uh, mm. Remember when that scene and he's just Hobson might use the nephew. Okay, don't jump on my okay, prediction. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, she said right. no, no right, prediction right. jacking. You're right. You're right. You, you stick me. with yours. You I'm going to stick with mine. All right. I think your nephew is going to turn on you. Hmm. Uh, and I have a feeling I don't trust Smoke. I don't trust him. Is he him. too nervous, like too jittery? Here's the thing. I'm Season one, I had no problems with Smoke. I thought he was cool, and I trusted everything about him. But the la- not this episode. The last episode, he seemed too interested in the Walt murder and that the eyes were on him. Mm-hmm. And in the preview, we hear we don't know. They kind of chopped it all up, but then they say no alibi. Like it seems as it's one of them. Isn't that too obvious though? Mulk? Why? Well, I mean, because he's nervous. He's the one. He's the one I would think too, right? 
So you don't want to think it's him because you think it's him, and that's what you think it's they him. want you to think? Yeah. Is that much. what you think? Yeah, pretty much. Think. That's what I'm thinking. I'm I think thinking. you guys are doing some thinking. That's what yeah, you I think do. we're doing some thinking. Or maybe, maybe it's too overthinking. Because everything's been so you don't expect. <laughs> or are you underthinking? True. Possibly. I think, you know. Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. We'll see. I mean, I'm going, I, I, that's why I'm not going with him. I think he might, it's a little too set up for him. A little red herringish for you. The red herringish? Red herring? I don't yeah, know that. Red herring? Yeah, red herring is a device in literary terms where you set the audience up to think it's one person and it really looks like them. That's the red herring. And then actually the culprit is another person. Hmm. See, so at After Buzz, what you get it all. Mo? You get it all. Even My uh, man, Sugar Mwampa. <laughs> <laughs> <I know. laughs> uh, so anything else you want to add for predictions? I predict the the, the triad is going to come in sooner or later. The trial. The triad. The triad. Yeah. Th- the the Japanese the 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 relative to the Japanese guy who yeah, Japanese organized Asian crime yeah. syndicate. Yeah. I mean, you're going to have a problem with him probably. I assume so. What was his the, name again? The Chan it? family. Victor Chan. Victor Chan. Chang was the one who was murdered. Kid. Yeah. Yeah. So I think they're they're going to have to come in because they keep getting we keep getting reference to them. Yeah. So what, do coming. you have a, a prediction on uh San, on Sarah Sarah the detective? The one that left the voicemail? Something's going on. She ran away for a reason. Yeah. That's so, all I got. That's all. That's all we got. What's yours? You got something on it? That's I, groundbreaking. That, she ran away for a reason. Like, normally, people run away for no reason. Uh, she ran away for a reason. Well, <laughs> <laughs> like, it was a reason why I'm mad. <laughs> you know what? I'm so upset. I'm out. <laughs> Are you out? Okay, bye. bye. No. Uh, so, Mo, before we say goodbye, is there anything that you can talk to us about? Is there any upcoming projects that you're working on? Uh, I'm just trying to be the best me that I can be right mm-hmm. now in this moment and find my authentic self. So you're not working on anything you can tell us about? Uh, that's a couple things. Okay, One, I actually direct. Oh, okay. if you force me, <laughs> you ask me to yeah, answer. Okay. Put you in a uh, wall if you don't. Well, I know, right? Exactly. <laughs> One thing I'm really excited about, I actually directed a short film for Hobson. Oh. A song. He has a song, and I did a set of a music video. Because I don't know if you know this or not, but he has, like, a huge music career. So they brought mm-hmm. him on because of his... Yeah. First of all, they were aware of him because of his fan base and his musical prowess. And then he auditioned, and he was great in the yeah, role. Yeah, he does do a good job. He's good, and he he's does. really... Um, He's just like an interesting guy, but as a person, he's very earnest and honest, and he brings that to the screen. I like him a lot. He's really talented. So I directed this project for him, and it should be out soon. I did a movie for Queen Latifah's company called November Rule. That should probably be coming out later this year. did another movie called Destined and uh, developing some projects for me to produce and direct as well. Well, that's awesome. We wish you the best of luck with all of that. We can't wait to see it. We hope you come back to the studio. I will come back again. And where can people find you on Twitter or request you on Instagram? (laughs) (laughs) You can request the Instagram at it's Mo McCray, I-T-S-M-O-M-C-R-A-E. And the Twitter is the real Mo McCray and... That's it. That's it. TNT Monday nights at yes. 10 p.m. There you go. Best show on television right now. My favorite show on my television. Man, I'll give work. you the money now. Mm-hmm. No, I'm, I'm dead serious. Dead serious. Right now, it's my favorite show on television. Mine, so. too. Oddly enough. <laughs> and where can they talk to you about your favorite show? Um, You can talk to me on Twitter at it's... Sorry. 
Michael <laughs> underscore Drew. Michael E-A-L. And it's the same thing on Instagram. I'm also hosting the Wayward Pines after show, so you can catch me on that too. That looks on good. Thursdays. It is very good. And where can we find you? I need uh, to know right now. Where can I find guys, you? <laughs> you guys can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Monsi Bolanos. M-O-N-S-E-B-O-L-A-N-O-S. Did you get that? Yeah, it's locked in. <laughs> Tweet us. Don't forget to go to iTunes. Rate us five stars because that's the you know easiest. Just hit five. Tweet us. Tell us how much you love us. Tell Mo over here that you love him and that you can't wait to see him in the rest of the season and that you want him to come back so yes. he comes back. Okay, we'll see you guys next week. Thanks for joining. Peace. Bye. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.